of Hope is dedicated to making a difference in the lives of people with cancer, diabetes, and other serious illnesses with a mission of transforming the future of healthcare by turning science into a practical benefit. Hope into reality. This is City of Hope Radio with your host, Melanie Cole. Radiation treatment plays an important role in many cancer patients. My guest today is Dr. Ji Hyun Kim. She's assistant clinical professor of radiation oncology at City of Hope, here to help us understand what radiation is, how it works, and how radiation oncologists use this tool to help treat cancer. Welcome to the show. Dr. Kim, tell us a little bit about how radiation works. What is it? What does it do? Yes, so... um Radiation works in two parts. Uh, there is a minor component of how it really works, and this is what most people imagine um, the cancer to do uh, is to directly kill the cancer or zap the cancer cell. Um, that's actually a minor component of how it really works. A majority of how radiation works is it damages the DNA in the cancer cell, and then over time, the cancer then dies off. So um, oftentimes, patients do hear that the uh, radiation continues to work after they're even done with their treatment. And it's not that the radiation stays in their body. Um, it's more that the cancer itself is, um, da- the DNA is damaged by the radiation treatment. It lays that foundation. And then over time, the cancer will die off. When these damaged cancer cells die, does the body naturally remove them? And then what happens to the normal cells that might be affected by the radiation? So the normal cells do have the ability to repair, to stop when it realizes that it has been damaged, uh, and then to really repair it before it moves on. Certainly some of these the uh, normal cells aren't able to, uh, to um, recover, and some of that can lead to the um, side effects or risks involved with the radiation treatment. But we are constantly trying to reduce that risk or long-term side effects in radiation treatment. Is the goal of radiation treatment to shrink and eliminate these cancer cells, or is it usually an adjunct to other cancer treatments? Um, absolutely, all those things. So radiation, sometimes it's used in it, uh, by itself as the definitive treatment, such as in prostate cancer. But a lot of uh, times in cancer care, it's oftentimes used in conjunction with other treatments. So a lot of patients are getting multiple treatments um, or multimodality of treatment. So they might get radiation with chemotherapy or chemotherapy prior to their radiation, or um, radiation might come first. Um, In terms of with surgery, uh, oftentimes the radiation can be done prior to the surgery or done as a neoadjuvant treatment or done after surgery or uh, otherwise called adjuvant therapy. So we hear about different types of radiation, external beam and brachytherapy. There are all these different terms that are thrown around, and it's very hard to understand the differences. Tell us about the types of radiation therapy that you use. Yes, so certainly the um, radiation treatments are often divided into external beam radiation or are internal or otherwise called brachytherapy. Majority of patients are 
going to be getting the external radiation uh, treatments. Um, these are all done from the outside where from the machine, the radiation is then delivered, goes to where it needs to go, and the radiation is gone in that instant. Brachytherapy or internal radiation treatments are done with either an applicator or a seed placement or different ways of placing the radioactive source inside the patient, whether it's temporary or permanent. Um, if it is permanent placement, the radiation activity is lost over time. Um, in the temporary situation, the radiation source is placed through the applicator for a temporary um, uh, time and then removed. And so the radiation in that, those scenarios not remaining inside the patient. In external beam radiation treatment, there is different ways of delivering that treatment as well. So a lot of the acronym we hear is uh, 3D CRT or 3D conformal radiation therapy, um, as well as IMRT, which is intensity modulated radiation therapy. So 3D uh, conformal radiation therapy is um, where a scan or image is done to map out the tumor or the location of the treatment that needs to be targeted to, and then the radiation beam can be shaped to that target. IMRT is takes it a little bit step further, where it does involve that shaping or targeting of the target itself, but now we're able to not only do a shape the tumor target or the um, area that needs to get the radiation treatment, um, we can also what's called uh, dose paint or give different dose within the target, give different dose to different, uh, if there's multiple targets, we can give different dose to each area. So it does um, allow for more precise treatment, allows to reduce the dose to surrounding critical organs that might be very close to the target that we are trying to uh, treat. Are these all types of photon treatments? What's a photon? So um, radiation is um, essentially divided into two main groupings. Um, These are um, non-charged radiation, which is photons, which includes photons, and charged particle radiation, which includes things such as electrons or protons, uh, which we often hear as well. Um, majority of patients will be getting photon radiation treatments. Um, they all do essentially the same thing to eradicate the cancer or to kill the cancer cells, but they all have its own advantages in terms of their physical properties. And so oftentimes they're all considered in the scenario of the specific case of the patient before the radiation oncologist decides to use one or the other for the treatment. What are some of the side effects? People worry, they hear the word radiation, and they worry about side effects from these types of treatments. Which treatments have sort of the least side effects, and what are some of those? So um, all of these ionizing radiation or treatments certainly um, all have uh, side effects, but they're all local. So um, patients do need to keep in mind that it all depends on where the 
radiation treatment is being aimed at or targeted to. Um, and based on what the nearby sensitive organs may be is what the treatment side effects might end up being. And certainly these don't happen immediately as they get the treatment, um, but uh, as the dose builds up over time, the treatments can cause some of these side effects, but they're all majority are manageable with medications or different uh, diet modifications, and they are temporary. So acute side effects do go away after they're done, certainly not immediately as soon as they're done, but over time, about two to four weeks after they're done, a lot of those side effects do go away. How is radiation therapy planned for any patient? How do they decide between external beam and brachytherapy and stereotactic radiation and all of these things you've mentioned, IMRT, and these things are are names to patients, but how do they make that decision or do you help them make that decision? I think that the patient should definitely start at consultations with their radiation oncologist. So having that open dialogue, having that full consultation where they're discussing, you know, the the recommendations, the indications for their treatment, the alternatives to their treatment, um, what are the risks involved or the side effects that they might potentially see, and then the um, the dialogue between the patient and the radiation oncologist as to uh, really what is the best modality for treating that specific scenario. So the radiation oncologist will consider all the treatment options which or ways to deliver that radiation in terms of whether it's stereotactic radiosurgery or IMRT um, or 3D uh, conformal. Certainly, the fancier the name or the fancier the way the treatments are given, um, it does sound like it would have all the advantages and uh, why shouldn't everyone get those type of treatment. But there are very there are some scenarios where the more um, uh, simpler way of delivering the radiation can be advantageous compared to the, uh, let's say, IMRT or SRS way of treatment. So those all will be considered by the radiation oncologist and um, discussed at the time of consultation. In just the last few minutes, Dr. Kim, and it's such great information. It's so important, and you're, you're putting it out there so very well. Give your best advice for how a patient should care for themselves during radiation therapy and why they should come to City of Hope for their care. So the one main thing that patients can do during their care, um, and certainly whatever specific for their specific side of treatment, the radiation oncologist as well as the nurse uh, involved with their care oftentimes do go over things that they can be doing to minimize side effects, to minimize um, uh, or care for their treatment during this time. But the, I think the number one thing that patients can do um, to help along their uh, treatment process is really nutrition. And we have every patient that goes through a radiation treatment um, that 
do involve uh, we do involve the nutritionist because I think it's very important for them to upkeep their weight, um, to make sure that they're eating healthy during this time, so that they are able to. The body does have the resources to repair and to recover once they're done, so that they definitely get through the treatment and that they recover after the treatment. That's so important. Thank you so very much, Dr. Kim. You're listening to City of Hope Radio. And for more information, you can go to cityofhope.org. That's cityofhope.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.